Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of In Our Reels. My name is Eric Hotop, and with me, Cam Duchinsky. Today, we're going over another MCU film. It's going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, as we're nearing our final films here for the MCU. Uh, yeah, we have like three Four, more. Yeah, three more after Three this. more after this. Is, is That's including Spider-Man, right? Yes. Yeah, so we're almost done here. Um, yeah, three. So it's not going to be much of a surprise as to what we're going over for y'all. But yes, that is it's kind of exciting to be done with this soon. And also we're in like the end for some of these really awful ones. So, uh, yeah. But let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about the sequels. Uh, this is, I mean, let's talk about this sequel. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, just kind of quickly synopsize like what is going on here with this one. Um, yeah. Oh, you're asking me too? Yeah, go for it. Oh, okay. Um, so Scott Lang's on house arrest, and he's with his daughter, and God, the story's kind of convoluted in this one. It's literally... Um, the, the, that girl goes... Hank Pym... You can tell we really like this one. Hank Pym and the Wasp, which is his daughter, uh, I oh, thank you, Hope. Uh, are basically trying to go into the quantum realm and get his kink pin and, you know, Hope's mom Hope. back. What was Janet? Janet Pym. That, yeah. <laughs> no, Janet Van Dyke. Oh, yeah, because we talked about this, which is another thing. Anyway, going to get her from the quantum realm, and then the other struggle side story is uh, Scott... Uh, he's on house arrest. <laughs> yeah, he's on house arrest and can't come. Well, he obviously can't do anything. He's on house arrest, but he obviously does. It's like the post effects of um, of civil war. Yeah, but it's like his. I don't know. I guess we'll just use probation officer. Mm, excuse me. It's like he keeps busting in because he's always suspicious it's of like Scott. The CIA or whatever. Yeah, but Scott's under house arrest because he went off to civil war and he went over. Sees and fought against the what you call the the Accords, the Sokovia Accords. Yes. So, and then oh, then there's another side plot. There, then there's the the other dude, which is like Sunny Birch, which we'll get to. Bro. But then while they're trying to get Janet back, they're also fighting oh, off yes, Ghost yes. and yes, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne, Bill yeah. Foster. I just remember yes. his name. Which he's like in the comics, another character that works alongside and against Ant Man, kind of. Like yes, he's he's a hero, but he's also he is a hero in the comics. Well, comics. even in this movie, he's like he's, not necessarily a villain. He's like an, yeah, he's a hero in the the comics. He works alongside Ant Man in that project. I'm pretty sure he's Giant Man. I'm pretty sure that that's like who he is in the comics. Well, I mean, they kind of and they like reference that because they yes. talk about they reference going that big. But yes, that's all. All that to say, he worked alongside Hank Pym and. Also, for those of you who like don't know, I think we talked about it before, but like Scott is not a character in the comics. Like I don't know if that's a super well-known situation. Like this is a generational thing like Guardians was when we talked about it last time. The Guardians we see in the MCU are not the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Hank Pym is the original Ant-Man. So like when you're looking at the comics, Hank Pym is the original Ant-Man. Scott is like a generational, like the next, um, to my knowledge, that is, well, he's, I remember he's watching some comic books. He probably is, but I'm saying like, he's not, and they do talk about this one. They make this one a little more obvious, but like Scott was like in the, the animated, like shows like of the Avengers, like in, you remember did they did like the Spider-Man one? Yeah. Like he was one, he was Ant-Man. So to my knowledge of growing up, Hank Pym was the original Ant-Man. Well, they and they even, talk about yeah, that. they make that very but, clear. But like Scott is not Ant-Man when I think of Ant-Man. Like they oh, make MCU, yeah, he's not Ant-Man. They, As I'm sure many people, I'm sure it's just different. I'm sure many people yes. are on my side. With yes, that. I'm sure. Well, also because like you watched that, not the animated. That's show. what I'm like, saying. Right. So I understand that. And the same thing for Guardians. When people are thinking of Guardians, they're not thinking of Beyond you as one of the Guardians. Like he is, but he's not one of the original. They're not thinking of yes. Star Lord. Yes, Gamora, yes, those. And Drax the well, they're Destroyer. thinking of those ones as the original Guardians when they're not the original Guardians, and they make that 
really subtle more in Guardians too. They don't emphasize yeah. that much more. But well, anyway. probably because as we discussed in Guardians, they're kind of like an obscure thing to begin with. Yeah. yeah. So not probably not a lot of people know. Right. Original. Which I like would again, MCU like Disney, please do like an original Guardians movie. Yeah, whatever. Would, let's, let's get yeah. back on topic. Here. Especially since we both love like Yondu so much. I would love to see his character like brought back in a prequel form. Or I'm going to eat you. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Anyway, yeah. so like uh, talk about the other subplot, which is we talked about Ghost and Lawrence Fishburne. Basically, Ghost is like phasing and she, okay, she needs so to be – her molecules are unstable. She like experienced, I guess, like a quantum explosion of some kind. And survived. Thus, thus making like her molecules or cells like unstable and she can like phase through things. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, that's literally her abilities. She can just phase through stuff. I mean, that's – Pretty significant. Yeah, but that's like her abilities. But and then Lawrence Fishburne is obviously like we said, he's giant man. And then we have the other guy, Sonny Birch, which is like which is a train wreck. Some, some he that, that is, so he's in the movie because like he made a deal with Hope yeah. with and Hank to get. He's like been feeding them components for this quantum realm mm-hmm. tele, like portal mm-hmm. thing, and he's been like kind of like their black market provider. Yeah. But then at one point, he decides to stop working with them because he found out they've been, like, lying to him this whole time. Right. And he wants to steal, like, Hank and Hope's whole lab, which stealing a lab sounds kind of weird, but you can shrink – it shrinks down into, like, a briefcase size, so it's a lot more feasible than you'd think. Right. And he wants to steal the lab, and uh, they obviously don't let him. So then he's in the mix trying to, like, chase after him and kill him and steal the lab, which is so dumb. Mm-hmm. Really dumb. For really and just what I felt like was totally an irrelevant yeah. like point of what's like interest or whatever you want to say, like at least like it was just because the movie At least Ghost had like reasonable this Like movie, she had a reasonable yeah. reason, I guess, I to be like, interested in it. She's literally gonna die in a few days if they don't if she doesn't well, get she at has this. to do everything she can. I understand that. I felt like here, here's an before we like dive into our pros and our cons and kind of like what we thought of it this time. Did you see this movie in theaters? No. The first time I watched this was on a plane. I think it was like during one of my Dominican trips. Okay. Okay. I oh yeah, I think I remember you actually telling me that. Now that I But I about it. But yeah, I, this is one I have seen before. Okay. Uh, my whole MCU grind last year. Right. So And even then I wasn't very impressed. Sure. Well, when I uh, for like the the trailers and everything for this movie I was, like, really excited for this one. And as we were watching that video, that GTA video with the Ant-Man song, I realized how good that Ant-Man song is. Sega? Remember we were watching when, when Libby was in getting that coffee? Mm-hmm. And it was the, oh, the guy yeah, tried yeah. to run across yeah, the map. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, why is the Ant-Man song playing? I was yeah. like, wow. And, dude, I would not have even recognized it if we didn't watch that, like, a, a like, week or two. Like, a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? Um, but I literally it played. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I recognize but, that. Theme. But real quick, bro, the Ant Man song. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, I I think it's whatever. Anyway, so I I like it because obviously we recognize it, but also because like it's kind of just like one of the better themes, I guess, of all of the. It wasn't like I don't think it's like marginally better, but I think like if, I mean, if nothing, I was, nothing will beat the Avengers. Theme I think song. like if we were sat down though, and someone was like, hey, like we're gonna play some of the different themes of the Marvel. Can you point out and tell me which ones watch? I bet you that one I would know. Like I would recognize because of like we yeah. point we both were like, okay, we definitely recognize this theme. Like now, not necessarily before, but I think like there are a couple of them that I know. Like, but it's right good. Off. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's I think, a good like, song. Yeah, I think like I would know the Guardians one. Like some of them are like thematically. Yeah. But anyway. Um, I remember like seeing the trailers and stuff for this and being really excited because I loved the first one. Uh, this was a pretty big disappointment for me. Like I remember watching it and just being like, what is happening in this movie? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a jumbled mess. There's a lot of pieces to this. There's a lot of chases that are really not done well. Like car chases? Just like chasing of characters. Like, oh my gosh, we got to all get back to the house. Because Scott might get caught. Or, oh my gosh, we gotta... 
like little things or like that guy. What, I don't remember what the guy with the country dude is. Like, what's the the dude's name? Sunny Birch. Sunny Birch. Yeah, yeah. you forgot his name like three times. It's because he's so. Minutes. It's because he's like so dumb. He's just such an irrelevant character. Sunny Birch like chasing them for like really no reason. To like get the lab. Yeah, but then you also have no, then you also have lab, like uh, Michael Pena's character and his the two like henchmen guys. They're chasing characters. Like, there's just a lot of like where they weren't chasing anyone. Well, they were like. They were doing things where they were. I mean, kind of. Yeah, they were beat the crap out of Sonny Birch's like guy. Oh my god, they like tased them. That's it. Well, and then like some of the comedy in this. Like anyway, all this to say, there was a lot of interactions and cross referencing of characters that really had no purpose knowing each other, other than for the point of like, oh, just because, like, just because they want it to be like Sonny Birch should have nothing to do in this yeah. movie. He was like a one and done kind of thing. It would have been cooler because that guy is in like Lawless and he's in like, uh, I think he's in like, he the is? yeah, he's in like. Not Lawless, I'm sorry. No, I think it's called... Oh, no, you know it's called? Justified. The TV show Justified. He's in Justified. I was going to say, I don't remember him in there. Yeah, he's in Justified. He's in... I think he's in The Hateful Eight, to my recollection. Um, or some sort of another movie that's my like that. My name's Sonnet Birch. I can look it up really quick, but that's not the point. All this to say, like, I recognize him and I like his acting, uh, but not in this movie because he was in it too much. His character is too, like, corny in my mind. Oh, his hair is just outrageous. Oh, Walton Goggins. Yeah, he's in the hateful eight. Okay. Anyway, um, but I thought that this movie was like a jumble of ideas, and it was not a heist movie. This movie is not a heist like movie like the first one. No, the first one is like okay, this is like a rescue. Yeah, movie. yeah, and I didn't like that because they I, one but of the, the old, first Ant Man's is so good. Yeah, and like I think it is a tall, but like it's one of those things like lightning in a bottle. They tried to like re- do that. Film. Yeah, like do they tried to do that again? Um. But, like, all that to say, when I saw this movie, I remember, similar to how Black Panther was, like, the advertising for the these some of these movies is really good. Whoever they hire for, like, the advertising is great. It's probably the people who do um, at-home pizza boxes. Oh. As I've said before, the pizzas on those boxes look so good. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But then it never is that good. Yeah. Very similar with this movie. And Disney, Disney hires great people to do stuff. Like, I mean, they definitely are good at their job. And that's all, like, that's whatever. But, like, I feel like this was one of those kinds of movies where I was really excited. I was excited to see the Wasp, like, in action. I was excited to see, like, like I like um, Paul Rudd. I didn't like Paul Rudd that much before these, like, Ant-Man I, I think he was okay, but he was not the kind of person where, like, I see him in it, like, in a movie now, and I'm like, this is a movie I'm going to want to probably go see. He still isn't with that with me. Oh, really? I, I mean, I don't that. mind Paul Rudd, but I like Scott Lang. Oh. So, so, like, so to see Paul Rudd play someone who's not Scott Lang, not saying I would hate it. It would just be like, I think it's like, Scott? I think it's, like, taking his identity, though, as an actor, though, and I think that, like... I mean, yeah. I feel like that's, like, an unspoken rule when you join the MCU, yeah, certain people. Like though. Scarlett Johansson, maybe an exception. Robert Downey Jr. I think there are a lot more exceptions than you think, though. Robert Downey Jr., let's be honest. Mark Ruffalo is in a lot of things. Yeah, but that doesn't mean people aren't watching those going, thinking it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Like, I would with Paul Rudd. Sure. I guess, like, I think, like, there are exceptions to those people. But anyway, all that to say. That's not what the point of this, like is to say i'm just saying that when at the initial start what i wanted to go over is like initially though up to this i was at the at the theater at this point um i remember like we, i would get like the posters and open them up and they're like they were really cool like i have a few of them in here i think in in our closet like i have a couple of the big ones and then i have a few like one, the bus shelter uh-huh, i have a couple oh of my god them. and i have one of um one that's like a huge one that is a white it, like, I thought the advertising was really good in this movie. There was one that was, uh, it just says, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Is it and this? it's No, it's not. I do have that one, but that's, like, a smaller one. It's, I scroll, like, oh, you can't. No, this is on Letterboxd. Um, there's one that's, like, a huge white poster, and on it are two little dots. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and it was just. That's clever. Yeah, I really, like that. Like, I love, I was, I, like, opened this up, and I'm like, I gotta take this home. Like, this one's great. That's so they just, great. they did some really good advertising for the movie that was really funny to me, or just, like, just, like, not even overly funny, just clever. Like, they did some clever little things with, like, yeah. and some of them were, like, unique, where, like, the last one was, like, a blue background. This one, they really relied heavily on, like, reds, yellows. Whites. And whites. Yeah, like, all those kinds of things to 
make it new and make it fresh. Um, and I thought that they did a good job. They made it mysterious. I also love, this is like a, another thing about me. Like I love Lawrence Fishburne. He's great. Like, I haven't seen him in a lot of oh, stuff. Oh, I love him. He like, from the moment I saw him in the matrix, like love him. He is just one of those kinds. Of, he, to me is like up there in some of those other people where it's like, I'm trying to, who are the other people that, um, it doesn't matter the movie. Like, like Nicolas Cage. Oh like, God. Yeah, like, or like, uh, for like or like kind of like Michael B. Jordan with me. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't matter, and it's it's just like all, all the, he's got to be in it. Yeah, see it. I've got to see it. Like Nick Cage is and Jim Carrey. Yeah, I like that with Jim. Yeah, Perry. like those kinds of people. Where anyway, kind of Robert Pattinson nowadays. <laughs> take Twilight. Out yeah, of I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. Or oh, you know what? Willem Dafoe is one of those kinds. That's of not with me. I love Willem Dafoe. All that to say, with Lawrence Fishburne in this movie, like up to the film, I remember like watching the trailers and being like, this is going to be awesome. This is going to rock. And then I previewed it with a couple of friends of mine. I think, man, I'm trying to think of who I took. I might've taken Coon. I might've taken I was not dad. there. I can't remember. I took one of them. And, uh, when this come out 2018, so I did work at the theater. Oh, okay. Maybe it must've been like, uh, yeah, I might've taken Coon. I can't I would... remember. It must've been, I started there in 2017. Yeah. I must've came out like, a few months before I got promoted or something. Okay. Anyway, all this to say, I did. I do remember seeing this movie, and I just remember being like, this is a train wreck. Like, this is an actual train wreck of a movie. And, um, I mean, that's, I just did not, I saw it twice. I remember seeing it the second time with Jason and some of my, like, I've little, seen it three times, though. Yeah, see, this is my third God, time sorry. probably of seeing it, like, seeing it, um, all together, like, through a full sit down. And, um, this movie is, I think, Seeing it the third time, this time now, uh, but it is not as bad as I remember it. I was going to say, we've been comparing it to Black Panther because Black Panther is, like between reason. both of us, the worst one. But the difference is, we're kind of in the minority with Black Panther. Sure. Everyone I've talked to is like, kind of whatever about this one. This one is mad. Yeah, this, this one's, one's, this more, one's like unanimously one of the yeah, weaker this entries. One, yes, this one is an overall mad film for me, and I think... What most people take away from this movie is the ending of the movie, which is the the end credit, like See, the mid credit, which we'll get to. Yes, but that to me was when I when I told people, you know, oh, like should we go see this movie? Like whatever, yada yada. I always say, you're gonna want to go see it because there's a pretty shocking end to, yeah. to it, and that was important to have to go forth in Endgame. So it's like the key piece. It is. It's a big part of it. So all that to say, though, I just wanted to like just to stress like out we this movie is not great, but it had a really cool ending. This movie had one of the most I would say this. This movie had one of the most shocking endings. I do think I saw that before I was like into the MCU. So I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I, I remember being like that, that's wow. one of the things though where you have to like know what's going on to get what's yeah, going on. Yeah. And that was that was to me I was genuinely I just remember being like, Oh my gosh, like whoa. That was that was a definite shocking jolt for me. Like, man, that was awesome. Okay. You know. But let's dive into it a little more. Let's go through this, Cam. Why don't you go ahead and just talk about some of your pros because it's shorter than your cons. <laughs> I mean very small thing, but I thought it was funny in the beginning when, like, Scott was doing the magic, and everyone's like, how'd you do that? Oh, yeah. It's just yeah. the little things. Let me see. Um, Bill Foster, he's a bad guy, but not really. Like, he wants to help Ghost, but he doesn't really want to cross any lines while doing it. Like, how she yeah, threatens like to go lines, get Scott's yeah. kid, yeah. he's like, no way. Yeah. And then, like, at the end when he's held, when Hank Scott is surrounded by the ants, he doesn't really try and stop Hank. No. At that point, he's just kind of like, good luck. Well, it's because I think, like, again, he has a moral compass. I was going to say, and at one point, I didn't really, I don't remember hearing it this time, but I know, like, he's talking to Ghost, and he's like, just let them go, and if they get back, like, Hank and Janet are both really smart. Right. Us, and then they throw me in there. Us three could definitely figure something right. out. Right, And that's, in the, even then, too, like, he says, as he's cornering him in the elevator, he's like, listen, when I get back, I'm more than willing to help you. Like, yeah. we, we are more than willing to figure something out. And, well, go ahead. Okay, there's, no, there's, finish, finish I was con. just going to say, there are cons to that reason exactly why this movie is a little bit of a cluster. And we'll talk about that. Okay, but yeah, it's like, he's a bad guy, but like, 
yes. not wanting he's, to be. He is a good... I think he's a good like, character. And even when you think about it, he's trying to save this yeah, girl. It's not is. like he's like trying to do something evil. He's a good character who doesn't want to hurt people. And he, again, he has a moral compass. He has to do what he has to do. Yeah. But he's doing it with... As, as little aggression yes, as possible. Yes, right. And even when, like, she's the one who tied, like, knocked them out in his house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, she's the one who tied them up. And, like, he wasn't doing any of that. And, like, Hank was faking the heart attack and he grabbed the pills to help right. him. Right. He wanted to help. Pills. He even He even answered the phone for Scott. Yeah, and like, his kid. He's definitely, and the thing is, too, you have to realize he's still friends with Scott. Like, at the end of that, he yeah. wanted to be friends with Scott. Scott was the one who was being a yeah idiot. <laughs> Scott, what are you... Oh, sorry. Uh, Hank. Yeah. Hank, like, didn't want to be friends with him for, again, another con in my eyes, but go ahead. But, yeah. Um... Let me see here. Like I said, mine are always all to order. I like uh, when they're interrogating him with the truth serum. Oh, and then, yeah. like, Ghost is in the room the whole time, and she disappears. Everyone's like, what the? Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was like like an actual ghost appeared, which yeah. I'm sure is what they were going for. Yeah. Well, because you remember the Baba Baba Ganoush or whatever. Baba Ganoush. Yeah. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Which, way off topic, but they reference that in Hellboy too. That's how I. The Baba Yaga. Baba yeah. Because remember the David Harbor one? Because he goes when he like is talking to that witch to like strike the deal. Oh. That's who he's talking to is Baba Yaga. I haven't seen a movie since we previewed Neither it. Neither have I. But that, Interesting. That name just has really stuck with me, and I like looked into it. It's like an Eastern European legend of a oh, switch yeah. named Bobby the, Yaga. The lore of Hellboy is like amazing. I love Hellboy. Just um, not David Harbour's. Oh. Um, when the CIA agent busts into Wu's office, you know, with like... Because Sonny's like, you already get oh, a promotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, on, if he, he's like trying to trying do magic, to magic on his computer. Yeah. You liked the magic jokes. I did, because they, they like did a good job of carrying it. Um, it was a, I thought it was a really cool shot when they were like, remember they were trying to evacuate everything because Scott told Louise where he was, so then everyone was coming to get him. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool when like they were all ready, and then they shrunk the office down, and like the whole... FBI or CIA was there waiting for him. I thought that was, like, a really cool shot. I can't remember the shot, man, that we're talking about. But it's, like, this, like, lab shrinks, and then they're all just, like, right. it reveals that yeah. they're like, all behind him. Quite literally just waiting for him to come out. Like, in the woods or something. Yeah. They were, like, in the woods. I thought that was really cool. I think they're in, are they in San Francisco? Yeah. So, they were in the, um, the freaking, know. they were freaking in Endor. The big trees. What are they called? Oh, California redwoods. Yes, they were in the redwoods. The Endor. Yes. That, well, that was shot. Hey, it the Star Wars shot Endor in the in the redwoods. You made this. I think we talked about this a little bit during the movie, but I actually we'll get to that. Is that's, that about Stan, that's about Stanley. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, that's all my pros. Really, just kind of small things, with the exception of the Lawrence Fishburne thing. Okay. Uh, this movie, I don't have a lot of. Yeah, you have one. I have one. Um, this movie to me is just a real bad knockoff, guys, of the first one. It's and and it pretty much falls short in every way, including the comedy, if not heavily the comedy. I thought the comedy was really bad in this movie. Uh, I laughed a little bit, but I did not laugh nearly as much. Most I laughed the, at the magic jokes. Yeah, obviously, most <laughs> of the the comedy in this movie was either over the top, forced, or just again not that funny to me. Um, I don't think it'll ever be as bad as Black Panther. That's true. But the can the comedy I'm saying in comparison to the first one. Um the comedy of the characters that were funny in the first one were annoying to me in this movie. So that is most notably Michael Peña. I thought See, was, I still thought he was funny. He was so annoying in this movie to me. Uh the comedy between Hank and Scott did not work. The comedy that like Lawrence Fishburne even tried to do, like with like they're talking about their sizes like who, who grew bigger like just cheesy like it wasn't good comedy like it was in the first one um I don't know that was like a big thing to me I know that it sounds like what was your just, pro my pro was I felt like the intro was good because they reminded us like uh, where we left off how we were like what happened with Hank I also love Michael Douglas like his voice is just like. He does a good voice. It was great. It was perfect for that. And as an intro, that's what you need. You just need something that kind of, hey, this is where we're at. This is what's going on. This is this is whatever. And here we go. Boom. And we're back in it. You know what I mean? It's quick. It's brief. It was like a couple minutes of, hey, this is what happened to my wife. This is – and I'm never going to be able and to get her. And now – We have a chance to go get her. We have a chance to go get her. Great. 
good job. Thank you. Moving on. Let's go. Um, and that's literally all the pros I have. Like this movie. Okay, as a, now as do your cons. Okay, I'm not. Okay, I'll start with the cons. I was gonna say, you're just gonna say how bad it is again. So let's just start with the reasons why. The, I will say this to you. Also, I think the CGI in this movie was pretty good. Actually, that was another thing I didn't write that down, but I remember like the CGI was not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was like it, especially with Ghost because they didn't make it look bad. They yeah. made it look pretty cool, and it was also like. I don't know, clever. Which, like, as we said, when she gets fixed, the CGI department was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we were joking around that, like, when she finally got fixed, the CGI department's, like, clapping and crying. They're like, yes, yes! If you you haven't seen this movie before... She flickers, like, Yeah, she's, like, kind of like a flickering light, and there's, like, three of her on screen at all times, all doing different things. Yeah, and it's kind of... And even for her, like, she has to film uh, the scene, like, three or four different times. And from different angles, you know what I mean? So it yeah. was, I can it's, imagine. It's it. kind of like a stop motion movie, but a lot of frames yes. are all in one. So the CGI department was like in tears when they find, they're like, thank God, yes! They're like, God, that's the real hero right now, the CGI department. Yeah. But either way, um, I just wanted to note, like, for them, if they're listening, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you guys did a really good job. So um, other than that, this movie one of the things and this movie's all this is I don't remember if I mentioned this too much in the first one but in this movie uh one of the biggest things that annoyed me was the use of uh how they manipulate oh mass mass and this is a big thing that like I th- I have heard other people talk about this but I noticed it a lot more in this one than the first one, but they do do it in the first one. I don't have, like, examples of the first one off the top of my head, but if we really wanted to, I could go back and the find it. The tank, them. for instance. In the first one? Yeah, I remember he's got the tank on the keychain. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he just carries that around with him. But... And even, like, the Thomas the Tank Engine mm-hmm. um, toy. Um, they, anyway. they manipulate all throughout this movie to the point of stupidity. Um, in most notably in this movie and way overused is the suitcase, the building suitcase, the lab. Yes. The lab, which is an entire building that they manipulate by making it a suitcase where they can roll it away. Yeah. It's, a, it's it, like got a handle yes, on it. And, and you would not obviously to the obvious person. You can't roll away a building on wheels. Like <laughs> also they rolled it away. Where's the wheels? Like the, or even the handle, even, even the handle, like the handle, I could always be there. It's like on the top, sure, I and it's just fair. pushed in. I guess, and they true. even have a thing where it gets grown when it yeah, gets it big, way high with yeah. the handle. So they, up. Just, they make sure to right, have the handle right. way up. I know. So I'm just saying, so that one could be there, but the wheels, I don't know. The wheels, whatever. Anyway, all this to say though, I don't like how they manipulated that because when you vice versa that and you take a human and you make him small, he has the mass and weight and power of a tiny person. Or of a, of a normal-sized person. At least so, supposedly. Right. So, like, if I was to shrink down and punch Cam in the face, I would punch him with the same amount of force that I would full-grown. And so I don't think it works, though, because they're trying to manipulate that by saying your mass and weight stays the same, but you're small. Since they only have that true when they want it to be. Yes. The other thing, as I talked about, is the car. They make cars basically – in the like one of the very first parts he gets knocked out or something by like an ant or something or like a giant ant i don't really remember how it happens but he gets knocked out and he wakes up in the car with hope and they're driving like it's like a hot wheel on the road well they're in that van right so but that they're manipulating time where they can or wait because they can be able to drive around okay that's fine but then also when they're on chases they shrink the car and then jack the car back up to full size and cars o- above them are like flying all over the place doesn't work you can't manipulate that that way it just doesn't work another thing is they take they have a hot wheel box mm-hmm. full of cars which should weigh tons yes and you shouldn't even be able to pick it like literally you shouldn't be able to move you shouldn't it. even be able to be in the car yeah. like it would be so heavy it's, if it's in a car yes. it's smashed yeah exactly right exactly so or the car would be incredibly weighed down like yeah you'd have to It'd get be bottomed out yes exactly so Tires popping suspension but they're like yeah there's this there's the grab the hot wheels box and he's like what and he opens it up and there's like a million different cars. Like a million, Set. it's like ten. Whatever. Well, there's like it was like a ring style though. It's got yeah, like but a, there's not a million. Okay, whatever. It's got a bunch of cars though, enough to make my point across that he literally is like, oh sweet, and then a second later he's driving in one of them. 
full mass weight, like everything. Boom. Like doesn't work like that. And you can't, I, it's enough for the audience for me to be pulled out. And I did notice it the first time. This was not the, you mentioned it in the I first did. I did. And oh, even, yeah, even here's, another, so much. here's another example. The house at the end of the movie where they put it on the beach. Oh, yeah. He pulls yeah. it out and puts it down. Boom, full mass. Like, what? So, um, let me think here. Oh, the Minnie Mouse Pez that she threw. And it's Hello she, Kitty. Oh, thank you. Hello Kitty. That was what it was. Um, but, like, decked well, that bike out of the way. And even so, it's like... It's, like, obviously very evident that sometimes it's, like, it's, that's very much not true because, like, it shows, like, Scott and Hope when they shrink. They're running on people, so they obviously don't have the same amount of mass. Right. But then when they punch them, like, they're, boom, like, through walls. Yeah, right. Yep. It's, um, like, literally, the very, the very specific times they want that to be, the mass thing to be true is just when they want it to be. Um, let me see the color thing. Okay. Another thing is... Jesus. Uh, have. Well, oh. So, another thing I didn't love about this movie, I didn't put in so many words, that's why I'm trying to, to figure this out. So, basically, uh, one thing I didn't love in this movie is they... How to put this? Certain movies build suspense in different ways. And some of those ways is by not showing a character by their face or whatever until the dramatic moment, right? So like in, in DC, right? You have Batman in the dark and he's running around and he's running around and the bad guy's going, Oh my gosh, like what's going on? What's going on? Second later, you know, a uh, guy gets killed and the other dude's like shooting, right? Or whatever. And to build suspense, you don't see his face. And in 1917, it was through the score. Okay. Yeah. But I'm saying in this circumstance, in this film though, one of the biggest things that they lack is waiting long enough to build a little bit more suspense or even make, Any I would suspense. say, like some logical uh, director decisions, maybe. One of those things was at the very beginning of the movie, they showed who his, her, her, like who Hope's mom is yeah. right away. Well, we up until this point are kind of curious, like what she looks like, because in the prior movie, they just show her as the wasp. And they do that whole scene in the intro, which I thought was great. But they don't. Right. And they don't show who she is. They could have waited until the end of the movie to make this big reveal as to what she looks like. Because you don't see her for the rest of the movie. But they decide to show her as a young person, which the CGI was, again, not bad. It was good. But they could have made it where she was kind of just in the dark and saying goodbye or whatever and not been shown. And as a result, like it would have right. Or, yeah, exactly. But as a result, at the end, when the payoff, you finally see her. There's a bigger payoff. As a result, they just decided to show you three minutes in, and I was like, "Why? I guess. Why do that? I it's can't a small, really agree it's a, with it's that, a small detail. Whatever. It's a small detail, but they do it again, a second time. And this is another thing. It's a director decision where they call Ghost a guy for. That scene, remember where Sonny dips and sticks? Yeah, they're like, oh, he, he, he. Well, she's, they do like the cool scene with the knife where she throws the knife and the fight scene. Yeah, I know what they're saying. He's getting away. He's getting away. The guy got, he's got it. He beat me up. He, 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 he. The next scene over, we see that it's a girl. Why would you do that to it? Why would you purposefully do that when the reveal would be more important if they broke into the house? They got there. They were unconscious, and then a second later, she she takes off her helmet, and we know it's a girl. Why show us that if it holds no suspense? I no, guess. it makes no sense. And so, as a result, that one makes a little the, more sense the, than the Janet one. But to me. they both are for suspense. They're both to to help the audience along the story and to build a little bit of tension in there. They didn't do that in this movie. There were so many like. Remember another example to give you. This is a, not from this movie, but I'll just be quick. Is in the Rise of Skywalker, they kill Chewbacca off. The next yeah, scene yeah, yeah, over, yeah, yeah, Chewbacca. Yeah. Why do that to us if it's immediately going to be the suspense and tension is gone? So I, that was one of the things I didn't like, um, and I don't know. I just didn't like that. I thought that was cheesy, and again, it's poor direction in that regard. Um, what do you think here, Lawrence Fishburne? Let me think here. Okay, I'm just going to skip that one because that one doesn't really make 
What do you say? Uh, I didn't like Lawrence Fishburne yelling. Oh, I remember now what it is. He, there's a scene where basically they get by the dock when Ant-Man gets super big or whatever, and the building gets to be huge. And that's the scene we're talking about where there's the, the, the handles in the sky, right? Or whatever from the, the suitcase, right? Well, he is yelling for Ava outside the building. Okay. And it, but that's just it's like a tiny, every yes, movie. It's a tiny, you even yes, said it, it yourself. It is, it's a tiny detail, but I just wanted to mention, I thought it was really dumb because it was enough for me to be like, wait a minute. Why is he yelling for her outside the but building? But you said it yourself nobody... that like you can't even put that as a con because it's just like every movie yeah, does it, that. It's a tiny detail, but it's something that I was like, uh, he's yelling for her outside the building. Do you think that she actually heard? Like, don't put that scene in. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's how I think of it. It's like if from a director, I'd be like, don't put that in then. <laughs> like, come on. Anyway, um, I also said the mom can't cry. She was so bad at crying. Which... Who plays her again? I don't remember. But let me find it. Uh, it was like someone I actually kind of heard of, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like? I feel like is not a tiny name. Yeah, no. She's not. So to have someone like that good, or like at least that yeah, well known, she was and so, can't cry. Oh, the crying was so bad. Anyway, uh, and then the last thing, which this is kind of a big thing. Um, I thought about this at the end. What happens? Uh, so, to to this villain ghost. Is that where you're going? What happens to the particles when he gets out? So, Ant Man, they go in. It's a, and I'm just gonna say it's like because we're talking about this. This is one of my my cons. The one of the uh, mid credit scenes is everybody dying and Scott being stuck inside the quantum realm. Well, which, the reason why the he, reason the reason it's important is because they died because of Thanos' snap in right, Infinity War. Right. Um, and they all are disappearing. Well, like, they make that very clear because like the the dust flakes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. What happens? The reason why he goes into the quantum realm for that brief second is because he's going to get particles for ghosts to be able to live. That was the reason. They very clearly said that in that. They said, once we get this, she should be fine and be sustained after this. Okay, well, everybody dies, right? What happens to the particles and what happens to ghosts, theoretically or non-theoretically? She dies. Okay, let's say she dies then. Why? What does he do with the particles when he gets out? Nothing. It's a complete... He gets out five years later. But for him, it's seconds. Remember, it's like okay. it's like an hour. He's yeah, like but, floating. Yeah, he could he have held on to that. that. Yeah, they don't use that. They just expect you to completely forget the sole purpose why he's in there. I guess, like the entire purpose of that movie wiped away in a second because it's irrelevant now. Like because Marvel wants it to be irrelevant, the particles have no use further than that movie. You could take Ghost completely out of this MCU at all, and you could take obviously this movie. Is so bad you could just insert it and throw it in the trash and not watch it, and you wouldn't know a difference other than that scene. If you just put that scene in the end credit of Ant Man or end credit of Black Panther or something, mm-hmm. probably like Black Panther. I was gonna say that. Don't was even one. yeah. Don't even need to watch it. Ant Man. Was it the one before it. this? Yeah, I think so. Um. Anyway, that's all the ones I have. I thought this movie as a whole was kind of just poor. Um. In execution, and I think, at, like Cam and I said, like what he said before, like unanimously, this movie is kind of just a poor film. I don't. What's it rating? What's its letterbox rating? Three point two, which is rather wow, high. really, which is rather high. My word, was it the last one? I mean, the Wasp. yeah, Black Panther before Infinity War. Yeah. But uh, anyway, my cons. Um, Sunny Burst. We discussed that. No need to talk about that any further. It's a train wreck, dude. When so you know the like super iconic scene I saw it in all the trailers when he's the guy's throwing the knives uh-huh. at Hope and he's shrink uh-huh. that is in slow motion but those knives are like this far apart. What do you mean? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So that guy must be like just. <laughs> oh yeah. Like he's throwing those knives faster than the speed of yeah, light. Yeah, he yeah. We I remember we talked about that. I was like, this guy is like get him in a because talent show. What we're trying to explain is like the knives when she she. Like spins past it and she's running, which, on which one. is a cool scene. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but the whole scene is in slow motion. But the knives are literally like thrown yeah. milliseconds yeah, apart like, from each it's other. Like in real time, it'd be like a point. He'd have to like he'd throw one, throw one. 
Not even. Like, literally, like, both hands going, da, 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 da. like, that's it, what it would have, have to be. It would have to be pretty quick. I agree. Like, in, impossibly in, quick. In real time, yeah, it would be. Um, it's a Hollywood scene. It's a superhero scene. I'm sure, yeah. if we, I'm sure if we sat and watched all of those kind of slow-mo scenes, we'd say the same thing. I think, so at the end, Janet, like, I guess temporarily heals ghosts. She does, with the particles. That's why they go in for more. She's got, but how does she have particles, like, in her hand? Because they said something about how, like, she evolves, which, which is another it, dumb that's thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, that was a dumb thing. And, and no, again, serves no purpose further in MCU. Which I kind of misread my note. That's not even where I was going with that's this note, but it just brought it up. I think the whole psychic connection with Scott thing yeah, is all, like I get that he was in there too. Again, but the fact that like she yeah. turns him into an antenna, yeah, like but, come and, on. And again, only because the lazy movie, writing is yeah, what this the is. The movie served its per. That was a purpose-serving moment where it was because we want it to, we'll make it so. Yeah, not because it's it makes. And also, again, like, that's another moment where I thought the comedy was dumb. Like it wasn't funny. When, when she was like, sweetie, baby. Oh, like, see, I thought I, that was funny. No, that was dumb. It wasn't funny to me. Like, it was like, eh, okay. I thought it was funny. And again, a moment where they're like, she just happens to get the answers. Like, oh, yeah, I have the trajectory, the point. I have blah, 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 blah. Like, Who cares? Like, the oh, whole nah, nah. evolution, because you're in the quantum realm thing, is just, I mean, I, I it get. It was supposed to make your brain go wild. And then like, all of a sudden. She, I get that it's like. In not a real world, and there's many not real things happening, but that just seems a little implausible. I just thought of another one too, by the way. What? Uh, regarding remember when Ant Man? When I say Ant Man, I mean Scott goes into the quantum realm in the first movie. Yes. When he gets out, he can't remember anything. Yeah. Hank goes in there, and he can remember everything very clearly. And Jana, just because the movie they want wants to. you to. I'm sorry, guys. We're not that stupid. Like we're just. I well, that kind of falls under like what I was saying about Hulk in Infinity War. Like Banner can't remember anything when he's a Hulk, oh, but then yeah. when he comes back to Earth, he suddenly knows Thanos yeah, is coming. Yeah, right. And I don't know. I think that's that one's more of like a character decision, though. Like I don't know if Hulk. I guess, but that, whatever. Yeah, I I don't know about that one, and I, I can't really remember how we got into that one either. But go ahead, continue on. But yeah, so really, this movie is very inconsistent. It is, and that's what I don't. If a movie's inconsistent, we as an audience will know. Especially movies like this, where people rewatch them every year. Like, <laughs> anyway, Ghost doesn't have super strength, does she? I don't think so. Because she was when she was fighting Scott, she kicked this man through like three concrete, at least oh, one concrete yeah. wall, and he didn't even touch the ground and smack. No, him it was another. more than that. It was more than one. But it's like, it was like four. She does. She's not. I. Does she doesn't have super strength. Yeah, she's throwing Scott around like he's made of paper. Yeah, I remember that too. That was weird. I remember you said you're like, "Wow, he, she's strong." Like, yeah, I was like, "She," I was like, "She doesn't have super strength. She just kicked him through walls." Yeah, yeah. So that again, inconsistent. And then while that's going on, I don't know like what they were going for, but they all are like have like earpieces in, like so they can talk to each other. What? To control the ants. Well, they can, like, hear each other talk, too, I'm just assuming. Oh, okay. Can't they? I'm assuming so. Scott is sitting there calling for help and calling and calling and calling and calling for help, and they're just blatantly ignoring him. For what? Because remember, he's, like, getting the crap beat out of my ghost. He's like, help, where are you? And he's like, what's taking so long? What was she? Where was she? I can't she was in the van waiting for, remember, like, for Hank's or Go into the quantum realm so she could shrink the lab oh, down and run yeah, away. Yeah. But he's like getting the crap beat out of him, and they're just ignoring him. I mean, I would assume that circumstance is because they have a mission. I guess, but then why would he be calling for help? I don't know. I def- I can't because the movie wants you to. I don't know. Um, and then right here, I have the having mind powers or whatever with the, how she healed ghosts with the particle, which was dumb. That was dumb. She literally like just is like. Again, it's another circumstance, though, too, where they don't use that character or that ability at all anymore. Like, I don't know if they're making an Ant-Man 3, whatever. Like, we're speaking for what's going on right now in the MCU. They haven't used any of Ant-Man 2 to their use. That includes Ghost. That includes Lawrence Fishburne, Giant Man. Like Pretty much the only thing they stuff. used is, as we discussed, the credit scene. The quantum realm and the like time machine in the van, but even then, as, yeah, wait, well, quantum the realm quantum portal. realm portal. But again, they uh, well, 
yes, they did use those things, but also they didn't because of the particles. Like they they yeah. used part of it, but not the sole reason why that scene was going on. The original use of the scene was thrown out. The first half of the scene is, I would say, where it's like, okay, we're going to get this to help ghosts. The last half is used, and that's it. Like so once like, you enter, once you actually enter, yes, the and then realm. that's it. And I just don't understand why that we they think we can be like it's lazily thought through. But anyway, that's all I have on it, really. Yeah, I, I I'm giving this movie a two. I uh, yeah, I'll stick with two. Two is just not. But what about the Stan Lee thing? Oh yeah, I forgot to. Sorry. Um, the Stanley well, cameo is they were in some car chase, and she was like, "Remember, she was like shrinking and growing things with her wrist blast or whatever." And Stanley's like going to his car, and it shrunk, and he's like, "Well, the sixties were fun, but yeah. now I'm paying for it." Yeah, I thought that was so funny. That was like the only funny thing in that. Movie. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, and then the mid credit scenes where everyone dies, Scott's stuck in the quantum realm, and then the end credit scene is the freaking ant drumming. Yeah, I was gonna, like, so Scott's on house arrest and. He obviously leaves his house, but like they got it because like they, while he was unconscious, they're obviously super smart. So I don't doubt that they were able to take off his ankle bracelet without it going off, mm-hmm. and they put it on to one of the giant ants, and like it's like mimicking Scott in the house, just so like the woo doesn't get suspicious or whatever. And it's just the like ant drumming in his house is the whole scene, <sighs> which to me the point of end credit scenes. Is to allude to something bigger and better. That's what they were used for. They're, I mean, well, that, that's what they should be used for. They but should. So be many used. movies don't do that. Not anymore, at least. Um, side note: still waiting for the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie to come out. Should be the return of Davy Jones if that end credit scene is anything to go on. You're talking about the next Pirates. Yeah, after Dead Men Tell Dude, Tales, I don't even know how to feel about that. I was gonna say for those who don't know, I love those movies. I get. A lot. Some of them are garbage, and you guys know which one if you've seen them or which ones. Mm-hmm. But I adore those movies. But anyway, yeah, that's really. I give it a two. You give it a two. What's that come out to? Oh yeah, two out of five. Mm-hmm. Not much above Black Panther, but you know, pick it's your poison. Still, yeah, I was gonna say. I think here's originally. I thought it was way lower than Black Panther, but rewatching it, it's not as bad as I thought. It's just they are inconsistent. I don't think there's like. It's not like it's entertain. It's entertaining. Take it apart. It's not that bad. Like each like, scene, each thing, it's not that bad. But as Black, a whole, Black Panther, like, just actively makes me not to watch. Not watch it. This movie now not be great, but I'm not sitting there like through the whole thing, being like, ugh, ugh. Yeah, it's not as bad of a grind. Like you can watch it, but only just. Yes. Yeah. But uh, the next one is going to be Captain Marvel. And then we have one more not MCU, and then. Bing bong, we're done. No, we have two more. That's what I'm saying, bing and bong. Oh, I see. Wow, that was clever. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll be doing... Blah, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, my bad. Captain Marvel, and then we'll be doing, after that, stay tuned for Hamilton. Which is your idea. Yeah. I'm making I, that clear, that's Eric's Yeah, idea. here's the thing, guys. I, I, um, I guess we got to do something right. I have never seen... Like, I've ever had the urge to watch this movie. I am actively... Uh, and we haven't watched it yet. I would not want to... I would be all for seeing the play, like, live. I just want to, like, straight stay right before... Especially, too, because this could be a full reverse where I get on and I like this movie. Everyone should Bing. watch. But uh, I am actively against, like, Broadway... Mo- like Plays. Yeah, plays that are, like, on... Film, I guess, like that are being taped. Yeah, like tape. I don't know how else to put that. Like Shrek the Musical. I was gonna uh -uh. say. Sorry, guys. I know it's like for some of you. To me, that kind of ruins. I'm kind of on the same page because it's like that ruins part of the spectacle. Part of the spectacle of like going to see live theater. Which, as much as I love movies, I I, the few plays I go to always have a great time. Yeah, plays are great, even if they're not like amazing acting or whatever. Like I love the experience. Yeah. Imagine how much greater for all of you like, who love Hamilton would be in the freaking mu- Much like how buying a DVD isn't the same as going to the movie theater. Yes. Watching a play on a, on a taped recording is not the same as going to see it live. And I get that Hamilton yeah. is like, let, let's, I don't know much about Broadway, yeah, but like 
potentially the biggest play of all time. Sold out show after sold out show after sold out show after sold out show. So not everyone can see Hamilton? it. Oh, it's not. But I'm just saying. It's, but it's, it's like, like become, though, a huge thing. Yeah. Because it's on Disney+. Plus. That's why it's become huge. It was huge before that. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, like, I'm but, just saying that. But it's like, Broadway plays are never, like, huge, I'm just saying, huge. It's, the only reason we're watching it right now is because everybody's talking about and it. And it's new. And it's new. It's on Disney+. Plus. Like, we decided to start yeah. a movie podcast right when movie theaters shut another, down. Another thing that we're going to do, I, I might even, we'll see how we do that one. But another one that we will be doing upcoming, I would like to go and just do a quick, a quick review of Close Up for the first season. Close enough. Close enough. We'll do like a quick review for it for those of you. It's funny. It's really funny. Uh, for those of you who like have HBO Max or watch the first two episodes on YouTube. Or like regular show. Or like regular show. Go check it out. The first two episodes are free on YouTube. Uh, Eric's like, I Eric's like, get HBO Max. Dude, if you're listening HBO Max, put the check in the yeah, mail. Yeah, dude, literally. Dude, this show is like, I already, first two episodes I watched, I literally was like, this show is going to be like one of my favorites it's really funny it is fun. i love it because it's in like regular show is one of my favorite shows so and i've rewatched that show countless times so i hope that they get like funding or whatever for another season as soon as possible and it's literally been like four days and we're almost done with it or something like it came out on i didn't see oh, it, it came out i think on the 10th it came out like two days ago if, you, if you're tired of rewatching regular show, there's another show out there that was on Cartoon Network about the same time. It's really good. Oh, and you still haven't started it yet. I actually think there's a special that just came out on yeah, HBO. Someone, told, someone at work was saying that. Yeah, They're like bringing they, it back for like a very limited, limited yeah, run on HBO. Yeah, it's like, a very, it's like a special episode or something. Which I have to watch. Yeah. It's Adventure Time for those who are wondering. Yeah. Anyway, all this to say, I, we kind of went off the rails here on some other things, but we are doing some cool stuff. Um, this, we, another thing, just for people, we are going to continue doing in our reels after MCU. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as much as I've enjoyed this, I'm, I'm kind of ready for I'm it to ready. be over. Uh-huh. And I, once the MCU thing is done, we'll probably go down to one episode a week. Because mm-hmm. we're not... Like, if we didn't do this with Marvel, we would have been going till the new year. Mm-hmm. Like, Happy New Year. Let's throw on Black Panther. Which, uh, yeah, so all this to say, we have some cool stuff coming forth, uh, Close Enough, and uh, Hamilton, Captain Marvel, uh, Endgame, some just come, and then Spider-Man, yeah, yeah, well, and then some stuff. And then the suggestions will be very welcome. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we have a couple other things, too, just in case the requests don't come in. We did get a few uh, that we will probably go over shortly i have to look into some of those movies and stuff but we'll be going over some things uh just some fun fun stuff i don't know i'm excited to see when we get done with the mcu i'm super pumped not that we're not excited to talk about the mcu but as just like watching all the movies talking about them is a grind i also know for a lot of people who don't love marvel this is not the kind of podcast that's for them right now it's called in our reels not in our marvels yeah so we'll uh we have some cool stuff. So all this to say, we'll see you guys in the next one. You guys know where to reach us on in our reels for Instagram, Twitter. What's the handle? In our reels. Both of them. You guys we'll just know. slap that little at symbol on in front of in our reels. Yeah, you guys know. So all this to say, thank you guys for watching, listening, listening. whatever. Uh, yeah. See, so yeah, that's all we got. That's all we uh, got. Tune in. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday yeah. for in for not in well in our reels, yeah, but, but the Captain Marvel episode, yeah. and we look forward to talking with you then. Goodbye.